What's good, everybody? It's Vic Lopez from the All Things Basketball podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about a quick update based on what I've seen from the Houston Rockets, from OKC, and from the Orlando Magic, specifically because of Paolo Jabari and Chet Holmgren, um, simply because, obviously, from episode one, those are the three guys that I broke down right before the draft went down, and so I'm going to be covering those guys pretty closely uh, throughout Summer League, so as these games start to unfold, I'll drop as many um, as many coverage pods as I can uh, based on what I see, okay? Um, it's going to be a good little update check-in. Um, I don't want to overwhelm myself and try to follow every single game because this is the time in Summer League when the games start ramping up um, and there's just a lot of games to watch. Um, specifically on Saturday here, uh, July 9th, which is today when I'm recording this pod. And so we start with the Toronto Raptors versus the Sixers, 3.30 p.m. Orlando Magic versus the Sacramento Kings at 4. So they overlap, right? It's a 30-minute difference, so they're overlapping games. And that game is obviously the the Keegan Murray versus Paolo Bancaro matchup. Um, then you have Boston versus Miami Heat, a little bit of Nikola Jovic action at 5.30 p.m., 6 p.m., you have the Pistons versus the Wizards. You get to watch some Jaden Ivey. Um, Atlanta Hawks versus the Utah Jazz at 7.30. Then the Oklahoma City Thunder play the Rockets, which to me is the big game of the night because you get to watch Jabari against uh, Chet Holmgren if he plays. After that, you get a 9.30 game, which is the Clippers versus the Memphis Grizzlies. A little more Kenny Lofton for you if you like bullies. Uh, you won't get that joke, but obviously I... You know, whatever. I'm going to let that one go. Um, so, New Orleans Pelicans against the Portland Trailblazers. Again, they disrespect uh, the people that want to watch Shaden Sharp. He played at midnight on his debut for the East Coast, of course. I'm, I'm in the East Coast, like I said, Miami, Florida. Um, he, They gave them the midnight time slot against the Pistons. So, anyone that wanted to watch Jaden Ivey and Shaden Sharp go at it, they unfortunately had to be up until... Whoever knows how long, you know, until that game finished up. But, you know, it, it's just, it's so strange to me when you have two marquee drafted players, right? You get the mystery man in Shaden Sharp, right? Everyone called him the mystery man, obviously, because he didn't play the college games. Um, and so this is going to be the first stint in an NBA setting where we get to see him. And then not only that, you're obviously going to see him against Jaden Ivey, an established elite college guard that some people say might be the best player in the draft. He, he has that, that type of potential too. And they get the midnight time slot? Is that, is that, is that just like Detroit Pistons uh, disrespect? Is that, is that something to do with that? Or is that poor marketing? Whoever decided to have those two key guys go up against each other at midnight instead of just slotting them into the next day. I mean, that I don't even know what to tell you, man. I don't even know what to tell you. The thing is, obviously, it's not my job to deal with the scheduling. Um, but damn, we have to watch it. Do you, do you guys keep that into account? That we have to watch these games at midnight in the East Coast? Hey, not just the East Coast, okay? Uh, Central time is only an hour behind. So... We're talking about a game starting at 11 o'clock at night on a, on a, on a Thursday night. 
right? Thursday night. We got to get up and go to work the, the next day. What is that? But anyway, so yeah, eight games Saturday. It's a busy day. A lot of overlapping games. I'm going to be tuning into the ones I feel like are the most important. Obviously, uh, the Orlando Magic one against uh, the Sacramento Kings is going to be a really good one. It's going to be a nice introduction. Keegan Murray's been a little um, kind of like he's had good games. He had He's had a bad game. Um, you know, so we're going to get to kind of see, this is what I like about when we see, uh, a number one pick play someone else that went really closely in the draft that people aren't talking about because it forces people to, to be introduced to a new player because you're, because let's be honest, people are watching the Orlando magic Kings game to watch some more Paolo Bancaro because he went number one overall because he was the Duke player. He was the Duke star. So that's why people will be tuning into it. Not because people are running to see Keegan Murray, which in my opinion is a mistake. Keegan Murray was a bucket in college. Okay. This is a guy just to give you an introduction of Keegan Murray. He is like, um, if you ever watch the Mike Schmidt sit down and I'm always going to reference the Mike Schmidt sit downs because they're phenomenal. They're, they're, they're awesome interviews because you really dive in and meet the player, the, not just the player, um, you know, you, you meet their personality, you see what they're about and, and what they like to do on the court, like I mentioned earlier. But anyways, so yeah, Keegan Murray, if you want to get a, a gauge of his personality, he's like, uh, he's like Tim Duncan personality wise, not, not play style personality. He's very, um, he's just a serious guy, but he can joke around, but he's very, he's very mature for his age. Uh, he's very Kawhi Leonard-ish, if you know where I'm getting at, where it's like, it's hard to gauge what he's really thinking, and like I said, he's just very composed, he's very calm, he's very quiet, I feel like he's soft-spoken, um, and, it, and he's he's just, he's just a f- hyper-focused player, and look out for Keegan Murray, right? People were thinking, oh, you know, who is that, who did the Kings draft, watch his games, right? Watch his college games. Iowa in college <clears throat> was expected to go, you know, respectively deep for them. Uh, they got booted early in the college tournament in the first round uh, against the Richmond Spiders. They got booted early, but um, let me read you like I did with uh, Kofi Cockburn um, in that last episode. Let me read you uh, a description on NBA.com for what it says here, the prospect overview for Keegan Murray, right? He's a forward out of Iowa, uh, sophomore. Obviously, he played two years at Iowa. So six foot eight, two twenty five, plays forward. Um, and here's the prospect overview: stoic. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about. He's like very, just you don't see the emotion sometimes, right? So talented forward who took a massive leap as a sophomore, putting together one of the most efficient offensive seasons in college basketball history with his ability to handle finish and shoot okay now let's get some uh let's get some information let's get some information on Keegan um so yeah his first year okay 18 minutes he started four games played 31 games okay field goal percentage 50% from the field but 29% from three right so not good seven points per game that was the first year at Iowa second year when they said he took a massive leap, they were not kidding, okay? Obviously, he gets 31 minutes. He starts every game, and he finishes the season 23.5 points per game, 
1.9, let's just say two blocks per game, one and a half assists per game, eight rebounds. So we're looking at 23 and eight. Okay. 74% from the free throw line. So yeah, it can take a little bit of work, but it, he makes his free throws 39.8% from three. And he's taking almost five attempts per game. So he's basically shooting 40% from three now. Okay. So we're talking about a dude that at six, seven, two twenty, right? Um, well, here, there's there's different height weights sometimes. ESPN has a different one. ESPN says 6'8", 215. The NBA draft here on NBA.com says 6'8", 225. So whatever. We'll just say 6'8", 225. So yes, very mobile, you know, has some length, okay? Just very focused, very skilled. Um, and yeah, watch out for Keegan Murray, man. Guys are always going to be gunning for number one pick players, right? They're always the guys that that got picked second, third, fourth, fifth down the line. The number one pick or whoever gets picked ahead of a player, when they go head to head, you're going to see who really cares about that stuff, right? Kenny Lofton went undrafted. You saw the chip on his shoulder and he plays with the chip on his shoulder, not just against Chet, but in other games, you see he's playing hard. He's really out there trying to prove teams they made a mistake not drafting him. Um, and, and time and time again, this happens every year at Summer League. It happens every single year because the players that are really about that life, right? The players that really want that smoke, they're coming to these games and they want to go right at whoever got picked ahead of them. And in this case, it's going to be Paolo versus Keegan Murray. And we're also going to get Jabari Smith Jr. versus Chet Holmgren if Chet Holmgren plays tonight. Um, that's going to be awesome because then we'll get to see, hey, is Jabari Smith going to prove me wrong and show, you know, alpha mentality and give me this ball? I'm going to go at the dude that I was supposed to be picked next, not Chet. Um, because like I said, I th in episode one, I mentioned he had made a face when I think he found out that he wasn't going to get picked second. Um, and that he was going to get uh, fall to the Rockets as soon as Chet got picked. So I want to see something different out of Jabari. Jabari's debut game wasn't good. I talked about that on the last episode. Um, very, very uh, bystander-ish, right? Like an innocent bystander, just kind of waiting to get the ball, catch and shoot opportunities. Shot wasn't falling. Foul trouble early. Um, and obviously, this is going to be Chet coming back after that quote-unquote bully session that people want to hype up um, everywhere. So Chet hopefully plays today and hopefully he shows why he he's going to dominate Summer League if he plays it. So yeah, I'll be interested. That's the end of this quick little weekend check-in. Uh, I, I like doing a lot of these weekend check-ins to kind of give some content out there because I know it could, it could be a little bit slow on the weekends content-wise uh, for a lot of other people that create content. Um, but yeah, I'm going to drop an episode... Uh, either this weekend uh, on Sunday or maybe even Monday. It just really depends. Um, I'm going to try to see uh, what I can break down based on what I've watched. But again, just to kind of recap, I'm going to be watching the Heat game because I'm watching uh, Nikola Jovic closely. That's one of my guys. Um, obviously, the Orlando Magic Sacramento Kings game because I'm watching Paolo and Keegan Murray. Um, and obviously, I'll be on the lookout for the for the other two games, which will be the Shade and Sharp game at 10 o'clock tonight, Eastern Time. And obviously, the earlier game, which is the Jabari Smith Jr. versus Chet Holmgren. I'm Vic Lopez. This is the All Things Basketball Podcast weekend check-in. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.